Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. So you say you have a bookshelf full of knickknacks and fun toys for me to see. Yes, I do. Well, lay it on me. <laughs> Let me tilt my camera here. I'm sure there's something here that can get us 25 minutes. Say, so can you see anything clearly enough? You have color-coordinated bins, which I appreciate. Yes, I do. That's where I keep all of my junk. <laughs> what kind of junk is there? What kind of junk is in that trunk? I'm going to get, 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 get you drunk, get you drunk inside my my lumps. Is that is that the song? I think that's my humps. Oh, no. It's my lovely lady lumps is how she finishes it. Yeah. Are there? And we're not going to go down that road. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm somewhat blind, so I can't really see too clearly. Well, to answer your question, my cubes are full of about two-thirds sewing materials slash craft supplies and about one-third general office supplies. And I'm going to take a picture of all the knickknacks so that you can examine them more closely. Wait a minute. Wait a gosh darn minute. Do I see with my eyes a Jiffy Cornbread box up on that shelf? Yes, you do. Is that the Jiffy Cornbread box I gave you? Yes, it is. I know what we're talking about today. We are going to give a brief history of Radio Feud. I can get behind that. Radio Feud is essentially where I fell in love with radio. It's where I met you for real, not just as the tuba girl. <laughs> Honestly, out of the four years at Adrian College, my favorite memory is Radio Feud. Same. Let's start season one. <laughs> I was a bashful sophomore in college, and for me, freshman year went awful. Like, I left Adrian at the end of freshman year thinking, shit, I chose the wrong school. I should have just gone to community college. This is awful. Came back sophomore year and was still trying to convince myself to be a business major at that point. And I was like, well, I'll at least try TV and radio announcing, which was the beginner class for the communication program. Which really just like throws you into it. It does. Not only the class itself, but the professor, Dr. Sheehan. Love him. Such a knowledgeable guy, but does not put up with bullshit. So like you need to be on your A game in his classes. So they yeah. throw you right into the at the beginning. That department just teaches you you got to get your shit together real fast. So TV and radio announcing was a class that got you comfortable on air both TV and live on air. And when we took it cuz it was reformed afterwards, you got assigned a group within your class and for 1 hour each week you had to fill a time slot at the radio station that wasn't just broadcast over our campus. It reached like towns over. Let me tell you this. There's a reason they reformed that. Because throwing <laughs> a bunch of college kids that don't know squat about radio on for an hour, not necessarily the best idea. <laughs> Especially when they're being supervised by students who are only one class ahead of that class and don't necessarily know any more than they did in that class. So our supervisor for my group was you. That's true. And we had no freaking clue what kind of show <laughs> we wanted. I believe... Fucking chihuahuas next door, I swear to God. 
So you're not going to hear this in the podcast, but we took a brief intermission because chihuahuas, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but where were we? Because I honestly, I just have chihuahuas on the brain now. <laughs> oh, this is where I was. We had no freaking clue what we wanted for our show. And I believe it was either you or Ray said we should do a game show. And Ray is Ryan Ray. I wish he did the show with us all the way through. He was only on it for that one semester. But he, man, he was a founding father of Radio Feud. <laughs> He didn't end up being a comm major, did he? He was a comm minor, and he was gotcha. a business major, a sport management major. And he graduated like a year early to go get his, I believe it was his MBA at like Michigan State or something like that. But he suggested the show be a game show. I remember we were trying to think of a name for the show, and we couldn't think of Jack Squat. And I said, Radio Feud, like Family <laughs> Feud. I think it was you, and you're like, that's not great, but we'll roll with it for now. <laughs> I think I remember that happening right before the show was about to start. We had decided that it was going to be, or you guys had decided it was going to be a game show. I was like, okay, you need a name. And you said that. And I was like, it works for now. We've got to go on air in five minutes. And it worked for three good years. <laughs> like branding at its finest, I would like to say. It really did. That's what Radio Feud was. It was we'd rotate host every week. Somebody would just look up about 20 questions and we'd go on air for that, except a little known fact because we didn't record these episodes unfortunately season one we had a kid on our show and i won't say his full name but his name was matt mm -hmm. and we did not like matt and he insisted that he had a minute of sports or he wanted like 10 minutes of sports when every other 109 show was a sports show and we're like we're not doing that so the compromise was he gets one minute of sports and if he cannot hit that minute we get to cut off his mic <laughs> so this kid would sulk through the entire game show if he got one wrong or we'd call him out because he'd cheat because his grandma or his mom would give him the answers. So we'd take his phone away and it became me and Ray's goal to sidetrack him in sports so he wouldn't hit his minute. And I remember <laughs> the second to last show, we finally got him sidetracked enough where we got to cut off his mic and he <laughs> fuming mad he was, but we didn't care. It was pretty fun. But that was Radio Feud Season 1. It was a tremendous cluster. And Joe Mabel was our executive producer. Remember that name, Joe Mabel. Joe Mabel wasn't the executive producer. That's true. It was Meggie. It was <laughs> Megan Smoltz. And she just stopped showing up. So then Joe came because we both knew him. And he mm -hmm. just wanted to see how the show was going. And then we eventually just threw him on the show. Say so we kind of just adopted him. Thanksgiving, he didn't show up. So we spent half the show trying to get him to like come to to the station both via text <laughs> and on air and he came like with 10 minutes left and he's like i fell asleep and we're like all right you're on natalie's team then <laughs> man now i'm like getting the getting the flashbacks of this what a cluster that season was and then usually by the end of the semester these shows don't last like people go their their other ways and dr sheehan actually was like i think you guys should do another season besides you me and joe nobody else wanted to do it so it was time to recruit. <laughs> First on the list was Cody. Actually, didn't Cody show up for like the last show of that season? The last couple shows. He actually showed up for Thanksgiving because he got locked out of a class. <laughs> he always listened and he was always schooling the people on the show. And it's like, well, mm -hmm. you might as well come on, which may have not been the greatest idea because he ended up just poning noobs for the last couple seasons. <laughs> but I mean, he was a joy. He was a highlight of the show. We will look up and find highlights of Radio Feud and post them on Facebook. Book, and you will notice 80% 
of those highlights are something weird or dumb Cody says. I was just going to say, I was the one who put the highlight reels together every season of a 10 to 15 minute highlight reel. It was probably a solid like eight to nine minutes, just Cody. I told him, I said, as soon as you get a microphone, we will have you on as a guest on the Hit and Run podcast. So I'm not going to say anything this week, but when he listens to the podcast, when we put it out, there you go, Cody, (laughs) get the microphone and let the people know what you're about. So Cody was number one. Number two, we got Ian Went. Yeah, remember that? He lasted one show, and then he went off to do stuff with ACTV, which, in the long run, good for him, whatever. Number three, though, this is a huge one. We got Jen Reimer to work the board, in quotes. We told Jen, we're like, hey, come listen, come work the board. And then we went live, and I reached over, and I hit her microphone, and I'm like, all right, you're on air, you're playing. (laughs) And she hated it, and then she became a staple on the show. People listened for Jen. That is a fact. Kim Badenhop listened for Jen and Hope Dangler. Jen brought us some of our most loyal listeners. She has a following. She has that effect on people. So then season two, we also didn't record. Also a smorgasbord. We did like one Monday morning episode that was god awful because don't do Monday mornings. I forgot we tried a morning. <laughs> wasn't even just a Monday morning. It was the Monday morning before spring break. That's right. That's right. We did it Friday afternoons. Uh-huh. And we're like, well, we can't do it this Friday because of spring break. Let's do it Monday. Oof. Bad idea. Yeah, that was not a good call. We had some rough moments that season. And then we got to the end of season two, right before summer. And we didn't even know. I can't remember why. We didn't even know if we were going to come back for season three. There was just like some weird energy. And we're like, okay, well, let's just give it the summer. We'll come back and we'll see where we're at in the fall. And thank God we come back because that is when we hit our stride. I was going to say season three and four were like the golden times. They were the golden years of radio feud and we're gonna dig up some episodes we're gonna have a radio feud reunion on here we will do radio feud themed episodes with that cast because it was incredible the amount of fun we had the first episode cody at the very end said something about let it soak like cornbread and milk and then we started doing johnny cakes which is cornbread and milk after the show every episode in jen's apartment and Jiffy, the Jiffy box, we're bringing this full circle. Jiffy (laughs) became the unofficial official sponsor of Radio Feud to the point where you even got Howdy Holmes on interview talking about Radio Feud. Hi, I'm your man, Howdy Holmes, and you're listening to Radio Feud. That was the secret that I had to keep for six months, but it was worth it. Top five favorite people is Howdy Holmes because (laughs) of Jiffy Cornbread. But yeah, seasons three and four were definitely the golden age, and we still swapped hosts. I was host about 60% of the time because I was the law, and I was laying down the law, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. That is right. The law is back in town. That became my shtick. Cody was whipping out chapstick. Cody uses chapstick (laughs) all the time. I have not seen him use it yet this year. Because I do it before I go out. 
but it's, but it's weird because I'm spending more time with you now than I ever well, thought I'm I would ever have to. I'm just going to whip it out and give everybody a free show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Chapstick. 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 And the score update. <laughs> now we have two points. We're going to go to a break after this score. <laughs> We're talking about chapstick. Think before oh you start. Oh, my God. <laughs> We found out that for being five college students, we weren't very educated. It is a quote from a book. Oh, boy. You act like we're educated. <laughs> You're supposed to be. I would say top five takeaways from Radio Feud. We did not know very much about the presidents. We knew nothing about geography. We knew a lot about animals and just general animal facts and science. But that was about it. We did not know very much at all about literature. Song lyrics were kind of iffy. That's right. We did have a finish the lyric. <laughs> Ooh, and numbers questions were not good. Numbers questions were awful. But that was also the season where we did What's in the Box, where Cody had his Dinkles box. <laughs> we let that go on way too long. Yeah, it was just so, like, it was impossible. You just couldn't do it. We also had the Dr. Docking question of the week when Jen would host, because she actually got the president of the college to answer questions that we could then ask on air. The president of our college has two secretaries. One of whom is the lovely Miss Andrea Burt. Yeah. Where is her Master's of Science in Higher Education from? That is not where oh. I thought you were going to go with that question. <laughs> it's like a floodgate <laughs> has opened, and I'm suddenly remembering all these seasons of Radio Feud. It was a good time. And then by the end of season four, we gained one more crew member in Olivia Carlson. Got her on the same way as Jen. She came in to listen, and we turned her mic on. <laughs> I was going to say, we had to trap her into it. Speak up. We can't hear you. Say something. Say something. Well, me? Yes. No. <laughs> Your mic right. is on. Do you know that? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and she loved it by the end, and we loved having her on. She was so cute. All-star cast right there. And by the <laughs> end of season four, we finally had the Jiffy Cup, where we saved every box of Jiffy Cornbread that we consumed after every show, and we would write the date on the box and who won and what the theme of the episode was, because somehow there was always a theme, and we made it a glorious trophy that still sits in the communication arts offices for everybody to see. We've got to get Christy to send us a picture of where it is right now so that we can post it on our Facebook page. I think it's like in the break room in the comm offices. No, I think she said that it's in one of the classrooms. It's by the fireplace. Is it? Yeah. It is a symbol of what you can <laughs> achieve if you put your mind to something in the comm program. And look where we are now. Doing our own podcast. <laughs> Season four was also bittersweet because we lost Olivia and Joe and Jen to graduation. Damn them for doing something with their lives. Being older than us. So then we move into season five and we're like, we need two seats filled. At least two. So first off, we go and get my main man, Jimmy Stewart, in the drumline with me. 80s rocker. Incredible. Shout out to Jimmy. I miss you. And he just brought a relentless energy to the show. To fill Jen's seat, we got Tess Horowitz. And Tess came partially because she was from the band, which I think we all were. She also was in my sorority. So I knew Tess pretty well already. And she just had the perfect light-hearted, fun personality for the show. So we got a solid cast going into season five, which was your last season, because you also are an overachiever and graduated a semester early. And we tried a different format that season, where instead of having one single host, 
we were all the host and we would just rotate. We'd all have five questions themed their own way and we would just see how it went. And it went all right, but it wasn't it wasn't great. So eventually we <laughs> went back to the singular host. Especially for my finale, which was the the second iteration of the holiday feud because I always had to host the Christmas episodes. We had so many themed episodes and I loved it. We dressed up for two Halloweens, we dressed up for two Christmases, and had the Christmas contest. And I cried that episode, damn it. <laughs> I didn't want you to leave. You were a founding person of the show and one of my best friends, and you just had to leave early. <laughs> that was a rough one. It was good, but uh, it was a tough episode to get through. It also was two and a half hours long compared to our usual hour-long show. The holiday extravaganzas, <laughs> we went big, boy. You are listening to Radio Feud. We are not at our normal time. We're back to our original time, Monday night at 8 p.m. We have some special guests here with us today. It's our holiday special. It's our season five finale. It is going to be a great day. This is the two-hour season finale. We have got a whole bunch of fun stuff in store for you in the next two hours. Like top-tier episodes. I think our first Halloween, because we all dressed up, and then we all tried to be our the people we were dressed up as throughout the episode, but we all kept calling each other the wrong names. SpongeBob quotes for days tonight. (laughs) Are we writing these down? We're doing a radio show at night. Sitting in the chair at night. (laughs) Thinking about food at night. (laughs) Talking in the mic. Is that your pencil? Oh, these mics are hot. (laughs) At night. (laughs) (laughs) Score one for the boys back home. (laughs) Is this the Krusty Krab? This is Robbie. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Uh, my favorite candy, candy is a nice kelp bar. And <laughs> lady and gentlemen, did, they weren't looking, and I would just hit record, and they wouldn't pay attention. We got some real good stuff. Man Ray. Don't worry, SpongeBob, I'm coming back for you. <laughs> Can you do the SpongeBob laugh though? They modified it somehow. Ah! <laughs> they said it's just not. They decided to not just edit the wave cards. So they went into uh, the. They went into the um. That was pretty uh, close, actually. I was not expecting it to. Hey SpongeBob, you want to know what's funnier than 24? Go ahead. 25. Ah! <laughs> Going you on must that. have pulled the Until spatula eight. from the grease. <laughs> I wanted them to. Darn it. Natalie. Why did your voice get nasally? Superman? Yes, Superman. Uh, Yes, Sponge... Sponge... SpongeBob SquarePants! It was so great. I just remember I was SpongeBob SquarePants, but like a really awful costume SpongeBob SquarePants (laughs) to where like I didn't have high white socks, so I drew it on printer paper and just taped it to my calves (laughs) and had to like stiff-legged walk across campus to the radio station or else I would have tore my socks. (laughs) And had like a white t-shirt and just drew my tie on, but it was like way too big to be a normal tie. It was glorious. It was good. We got a whole highlight reel of just SpongeBob references from that episode. And then admittedly, my other favorite episodes are all ones that I hosted. I loved both of the holiday episodes that we did, and I loved the Disney episode. Yeah, Zazu yeah. sings it to Scar. After oh, he yeah. sings, yeah. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Yeah, yeah, I know. Anything but that. One small, oh, one okay. some as, as big, big as, as your head. What was that? I'd say that was like my top, goodness. top tier 
radio feud. The Disney episode was a top five episode for sure. (laughs) The competitiveness of it was unmatched. True. It was uncharted territory. We were always getting on each other playfully, but there was like a little malintent in that episode. There was damage that needed to be done. (laughs) That wasn't even the same one. I think it was, I think it was Jen who made us name all the Disney movies, like the Disney feature length films in a different episode that was not like all Disney themed. That was just the final question. You and I were screaming at each other. I feel like this question is just Robbie and I being really upset. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh. no. Because oh. 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 we kept never... getting the obvious ones wrong. <laughs> We were so mad. It's a good time. And then you graduate. So we have our final season and we bring Max Ruff on, who, my goodness, some of my favorite episodes were from Max Ruff. The time he told us how to politely acknowledge a fart. Excuse me. (laughs) There was, you weren't here. There was the episode where this didn't go on air, but as soon as we left the booth, there was a bat flying around the comm building. And Jimmy freaked out because he was afraid the bat was going to get in his hair. I don't think I knew that. I don't think you did. I think we were trying to keep it on the down low. And then we got to the end of season six because me and Cody graduated and we just decided that it was an organic place to end the run of Radio Feud. I look back and I think that was the right decision. I think the six seasons we had, it just ran its course in the, this beautiful, ugly, chaotic way. <laughs> it was our ugly it was our ugly child, but it was so much fun. And we had quite the following by the end. We really did everybody that was involved with it from the listeners to all the cast members like it was just such a fun family to be in Mm -hmm. man i'm glad you have that cornbread box still (laughs) of course i do i think there's only one way to really end this episode before we go into the uh, post spiel and i think you know what that is jiffy not a sponsor but you very well could be i've missed that has a ring to it doesn't it Make sure you follow the Hit and Run podcast on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music. We'll post the links on both our Facebook and our Podbean links when we do the new episodes. Make sure you share this with all your friends and family. It's only a 20-minute commitment, so be like, hey, this is only 20 minutes. If you like it, we've got all these episodes, but if you don't, you know, low commitment. And make sure you double-check our Facebook page for fun posts, pictures, polls. It's just a lot of fun on there. So, Natalie, what did we learn today? We learned that the one thing I miss about college is Radio Feud. And I think that we also learned that the rest is left unspoken for this. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. (laughs) 